to you again live in the flesh um i am jessica renee your neighborhood therapist um we're coming to you uh I, well i'm coming to you from out of bowling green kentucky and i am a mother of one i enjoy long walks on the beach i enjoy no i'm just playing with y'all <laughs> but i do and go enjoy going to the beach okay um but yeah, so uh, that is a little bit about me. I'm happy to be here again with my Godly View family. It's always a good time when we link up, when we get together. Um, our main goal is to um, show you uh, and talk about a Godly View to things. Um, also, um, to also present to you uh, women of color in a, in a positive light, right? We're out here doing good things and uh, the media can show us um, in not so nice light. So, but we're here to dispel this myth that um, there are godly women out there. There are godly women of color, and we're just a few of them—a very small snippet. But we're everywhere, okay? Um, but yeah, so I'll pass it on over to my co-host. Hello, hello, hello. I am Andrea Lynette Perry. I am your purpose pusher, pushing you into purpose with prayer and affirmations, letting you know that purpose can be revealed through God's word and you can find yourself in the word of God. Yes, I said it. You can find you in the word of God. I am so excited to be here yet again with my lovely, lovely, lovely sister and my Godly View fam. Thank you so much for being here with us. I hail from the great state of Mississippi by way of California. I don't be telling y'all that all the time, but I'm gonna start telling y'all. I was born in California. I was born in these Cali streets, but we moved to Mississippi when I was like maybe 12. And um, I'm a Mississippian now. <laughs> but I still rep Cali. I still rep Cali. Most of my family, like a lot of my um, cousins, uncles, aunties, they in California and all over pretty much but a lot in California. So two more things about me. Um, I love God. I love people. And I am a HR um, rep for the VA. Um, and I retired from the military after 18 years, um, serving my great country and just happy to be here. I love having conversations with my Golly View fam. Um, I love this. I was a fan before I was fam. I just want y'all to know that. I was a fan before I was fam. Um, and now we don't even have fans no more. We have all fam. <laughs> so we're excited that you guys are here with us. This is one of our fun episodes where we just talk about hot topics, what's going on in the world. And I think I'm going to take it in a couple of spins because the way Jessica started this, started us off was talking about, you know, Black women being seen in a positive light. 
what do you think about Kelly Rowland being blasted? Um, I guess she was supposed to be a co-host on the Hoda show. Um, and they said that she walked off the set because she didn't have a big enough dressing room. Hmm. Well, this is the first I'm hearing about it. So I will say that. Um, <laughs> that's, they said that. She didn't say that. She did not say that. And this is what I think when people say they said. Now, who is that? Yeah, and then when you think about Kelly, do you does she give diva? Do she give like I'm walking off the set? Like no. something else happened. Yeah, I feel I, like no. but I feel like sometimes people can shock you too. But I don't see that about her. Um, I maybe that could have played into the whole ordeal of her walking off. I mean, we don't know, but I think I do think at times when you're coming into something new in those types of arenas, I do think people can try to make you feel like you haven't earned the the big dressing room, right? <laughs> and, you know, we all know there's levels to any job that you enter into, right? You're not coming in there just like telling the CEO what to do when you're entry level. But I do think sometimes, I think especially in that industry, it would not surprise me if she was made to feel like you got to earn being here and don't think just because you're Kelly Rowland that we're going to give you anything for free, like, wow. or, or whatever, you know, I, I do think that there's a possibility that could play into it. Now, again, I'm, I'm just little old me. I, you know, I'm not in that industry. I'm not in that field. I was not there. So I I don't know, but she does not strike me as the type to just be like, you did not pick out all the red M and M's in my M and M's today, and <laughs> you know she doesn't strike me as that type. <laughs> you and <did> so <laughs> you know I I don't see that, but again, I think sometimes people shock you. Yeah. I feel like, so Marlon Wayans came up and he basically let everybody know that that's not who she is. Okay. And whatever these people are portraying, they're liars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, he knows her. This is not something that she would do. And yeah. I feel like a lot of times we have these big sayings like protect black women. And when yeah. he did that, I was like, Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like even if she did do it, I feel like it was more to it. Like it yeah. wasn't just about the dressing room. Yeah. They yeah. was doing that was they was shading her. Something was being done the wrong way. I feel mm-hmm. like we get the headline, the catchy headline, and not the full story. Right. Yeah. And I think that's done that way with a lot of people of color in the industry, again, because, and, and then women, because they expect that nobody's going to run to their aid or whatever, or like 
if sometimes I think it's like we need to get out in front of this because if they find out we're wrong, then we're canceled or we're done, you know, kind of thing. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, she doesn't strike me as that type. I I I've got to hold the reservation that people can surprise you, but I'm not I don't I don't feel I don't feel like she is that I don't I don't know. <laughs> we just gonna leave it at that. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so pivoting from uh what you don't know. Um I do kind of want to get into another hot topic um that I seen floating around these interwebs um shade room preferably um so they had this they had this um I'm gonna read it I'm gonna read it it says a Phoenix woman was forced to vacate her apartment and is now searching for answers after a random man began showing up at her door unannounced and trying to gain entry to her home, Deanna Chewing claims that not only were these men showing up with expectations of sex, but her, but address her had been her address had been shared on an anonymous gay hookup app called mm-hmm. Sniffles. Despite reaching out, I'm sorry, y'all. If this is too much, y'all let me know. <laughs> Despite reaching out to her apartment complex and the police for help. Chewing claims the issue only got worse. Should her apartment complex be held responsible? And what authorities do we call to present these types of future allegations? Mm. Ooh, that's a lot. I probably would want to move out anyways, you know? Girl, as soon as somebody come knocking on my door about they want sex, hold on. Where's my new key? I ain't staying here. Yes, I, I, man, wow. But my guess is like she, somebody, people play too much. <laughs> Can I start there? People play too much because, and what you share my interest, uh, first she needs to contact the site and let them know that this information was shared without, like, she could sue some people for real. Um, I don't know. She get like to get them take it down. Like we don't know who put it up there. Somebody could have been playing about somebody else put the wrong address and it just ended up being hers. But I don't think the apartment owes her anything because they had nothing to do with her address being given out unless they did, you know, unless it was somebody working there. You get what I'm saying? Like the apartment has no liability because somebody in the comments go ahead i'll just say like and and it does make sense like they don't want you calling the police line for non-emergencies is i mean i guess that would be an emergency if somebody's trying to get in my house yeah but i mean as far as yeah as far as that what can the police do besides they don't have you don't have a name to give them of who could have shared it like there would have to be a class action suit against the website. And that could take you years because again, do you even, 
you got to find who owns the site. You got to you got to fight through all of that. Who all shared it? Who all? I mean, that sounds like a headache. I feel and like I, the first my thing heart goes be, out to that woman. <laughs> first thing would be move out, call the police, and yeah. the police should either do surveillance because mm-hmm. isn't this a isn't this criminal behavior or is this okay for people to just show up and want sex at people's houses? It, it is because are they doing anything wrong by coming to your door? No. If they're trying to force themselves in, then then you have a forced entry. But if they're just coming and knocking on your door, it's the same as Grubhub dropping off something at my door. I can't arrest nobody for dropping off food. You know what I'm saying? Like, or they picked the wrong place. But the police, I think the police have gotten so scared to do anything anymore in certain situations because of all the heat. 2020 brought and 2019 brought that they really are hands off with a lot of situations and there, mm. but there's not really anybody to mm. catch that overflow either mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I feel like this is another case of protect black women mm-hmm. so first I feel like don't open your door if you don't know who at the door and you yeah. a woman who live alone. Yeah. Call the police. Somebody's at my door. I don't know who they are. I'm not just opening my door to random strangers. Right. I ain't doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I even I even had <laughs> Yeah, this is me. Okay. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> but before I opened up my door for it was like a roofing company or something and, it's, and I did not see a sign on the man truck. But I waited till he put the thing on my door and for him to walk off for me to call the company. Is this a company legit? Now, I ain't asking him, is this legit? But I'm, I'm investigating before yeah. I'm letting anybody in my house. Yeah. I'm investigating. Yeah, I don't Especially live by my Right. Yeah. I but don't even live by then, myself, but... They should identify who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't live by myself, but at the same time, I feel like as a woman, I have to still take certain precautions. Mm-hmm. And for me, if I don't see like this person and I have not called somebody out or I have not said I want this person to come to my house, I'm not just opening my door. Right. Mm-mm. And I don't really like opening my door for DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you don't you don't know those people, you know. But I know, like here, I, it may just be a southern thing. Well, you're in the south too, but like here, when people are out, you know how people go sell stuff door to door or whatever. Like they're supposed to have a shirt on and everything like that, and most times they do. I haven't really met anybody that didn't. Um, but I noticed the men will they'll knock, but then they'll back up from the door the least space between you and the door so you feel comfortable talking to them like you still might talk to them through the door but they back up so that you know that they're not there to do harm so yeah they do that here too Mm -hmm. i like that Mm -hmm. so speaking of doing harm Mm -hmm. who the tf did i marry (laughs) ressa tessa has been a hot topic on Mm -hmm. the tiktok 
And I believe she even have like a Facebook page where, because that's where I watch some of it on Facebook. I thought this um, was an actual show. And I'm looking like, where can I watch the show? Who can? This is one person. I thought this was an actual show, like that had come on, and you know, <laughs> like no, it's it's this one girl. I guess she's gonna get a show. I'm guessing that's what that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna make it into a lifetime movie, you know? Like I don't know. It definitely is a lifetime movie. It's definitely a lifetime movie. Yeah. Somebody said so. There's 54 um 54 TikToks. 54 mm -hmm. parts. Yes. And somebody said when they got to uh, part 46 <laughs> and she said he was a twin, they yelled. <laughs> Man, because was the twin coming back and forth? Like, who was it? Yeah. Who was? Yeah. Well, I read, like I said, I read the synopsis on Facebook that somebody had posted. And then I watched, I think I watched about six videos. And I was like, this is too much. She's talking too much for me. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm glad she tried to give all the details. But man, like, I, 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 yeah, that was just a lot. Like, this may help her in court because it's so detailed. I don't know. But, Man, she, yeah, he 54 he got, videos, James. 54. He, he really, 54. He really played like he said, This is my role. I signed up for it and I am going to play Committing. it so that we play no more. That is a commitment. <laughs> like, Oh, and you know that is really like a like a disease. Like people be out here believing their own lies. Like they really, they really living what they saying, but ain't living none of it. <laughs> like that's you bad when you believe your own lies. You know, you like how it. do you ever make a person self aware who who is just so completely not aware? But the. The crazy thing is, they matched on Facebook dating, and they matched on Tinder. And she said his name was different on both pages. And to he me, pointed it out. He said, did you know we matched on both apps? He pointed it out That was her. a red flag. That was a red flag. Yeah. And she said it. She said it was, but she ignored it. She yeah. didn't check up on it. Yeah. And to me, if she wanted the title that part of the episode like if they have like you know the tv series are you a red flag collector because i'm collecting all the flags because <laughs> when she when she found out that everything he was saying about getting the house wasn't true when she called the realtor and he was like an old white couple yeah. already bought the house so she went back to him and you know was like don't worry about it don't worry about the house like she not only even let him know, like, I know you lying. Like, right. you ain't got to do this. He's trying to protect him in his life. Yeah. Like, girl. I think sometimes, and you can say, what do you think? I think sometimes that, again, I think we get so caught up in wanting something Man. that, yeah, that we just, like, it's not that we don't see the red flags, it's just that we will turn on pink, you know, or we're so far yeah. in, like, kind of like now I cannot, I don't want to back out because, because I put this much time into this person or I've, you know, 
or now I'll be, I'll feel like a failure. It's our own feeling of I failed at this or whatever that keeps us going. Um, because, because there's many a times where it's just like, you said like that, she found that out then. But my, my thought was always, how was he paying these bills? Like, how how was you know she's like i never thought anything about it because the bills were always paid we never had any trouble like that so where was he getting money she said he went to work but he wasn't the vp so maybe he just worked on the floor i don't know that's the part that really bamboozled me he was a um what you call the people who drive around on things in the factories forklift forklift yeah that's what he did he he can make enough money to pay her townhouse bills. Oh, that's true. But he yeah. ain't making seven hundred and fifty thousand. Uh <laughs> so that was another thing. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here trying to get into his mind, because you know, that's what I do for a living. I, I you know try to get in people's minds. I'm thinking, okay, so for him to be real good at this and for her to have seen this letter. He either had to just email somebody from that company and then they said, I'm out. Or he had to create an email with a signature, with the little logo, and send it to himself from another. That's what he did. That's what he did. That's a lot of work. That's what he did for every (laughs) single thing. For every, when I say for everything, for everything, that's what he did. He was the person on the other end, and he was the person who was receiving. Now, somebody said that if she would have Googled, like, uh, Chase accept this letter, she probably would have found where he he got the acceptance letter. Yeah. The same one. If she would have Googled, like, um, something else that they was like, she she, should have Googled. And seeing like, cause he was showing, he was, he had documentation for everything. Oh, right. You want to see this? Oh, you want to see yeah. this? Yeah. Like, and then Man. for, I think the thing that I kind of felt bad about, I didn't watch all of them either. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch as many as you did either. Um, <laughs> I watched a lot of like reviews of it. That was okay. like 10 minutes or less. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but but what I would say is I feel like after the third video that I watched of her um, and not the reviews, I feel like a lot of women, especially church women, women who are in the church, they have this glamorized view of marriage and they don't understand the opportunities that singleness brings and the peace that you have in your single season to me that can't be denied and that we cannot get so happy because somebody is paying for some tires yeah because from she went from him first date night shiny armor she's on the side of the road him pulling out his car paying for the tires till let's quarantine together mm-hmm. like how yeah yeah. How did we get here so quick? And then by day two and three, y'all talking about marriage. Well, I she, feel did like- admit, she did admit that down the line in one of the further videos that 
she got used to she she also kind of dismissed a lot of things because she got used to not having to be the provide like she got used to basically being be able to have like a soft life right she only had to worry about x y and z bill and he he did majority everything right he took care of majority other stuff and that took a load off of her and she enjoyed that but as women um in our 30s and 40s when are we gonna get to the point where that is not as appealing as really seeing the person's character. Mm-hmm. When are we going to get to the point of where, yes, we want to be taken care of. Yes, we, yes. But this is to me, it's a different time. It's a different day. And we got to get more serious about looking at men's character. And if they're lying, blatantly and you know it what else are they lying about and for him it was everything yeah 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 from him talking about that he talked to his friends and his brother on the phone like you making up that you talking to your friends yeah i think i think that people i think it's just like matthew on the love is blind right he knew when he had AD, right? He knew when he emotionally had her and he said things and did things to keep her gotten, right? Until he slipped up and did it with everybody, right? <laughs> and so, you know, but in this case, um, the people that he had done it with were miles apart. You know, he had married two different people two different times and did the same thing. And so, and also for me, one of the other things I thought about with her is y'all are this far in and you still haven't met any of his family. That's a red flag right there. But he says he's talking to him on the phone, but there was no plan to meet them. But the reason why I think it was okay for that was because it was during COVID. But still, so like, that wouldn't be. my thing is I still like, why can't we video call your mom or your grandma or whoever? your brothers and sisters, so I can at least see them have a virtual meeting. Like, she yeah. says she never talked to them on the phone. And then le- yeah. yeah. So, that would be another question for her. Is it is it for her, is she withdrawn, or is she, uh, does she have friends? Like, is she... Mm-hmm. She does Did have she friends. Talk about that? She said, I called my friend the first on our first date talk, telling her how excited I was. I was about to go on a date with this I guy. Oh, so, yeah. She, she, she did have a life. She It wasn't like she was just a hermit and he came along and swept her off her feet in a sense that, oh, now I have somebody. Like, I have a friend, too, you know, kind of thing. She It sounds like right. she had a life before meeting him. Like and she was doing well on her yeah, own. She loved, but she loved yeah. being taken care of. She loved being taken care I, of. I, mean, I and, would too. You know what I'm saying? Like I would too. But but like you said, there's no way I'm gonna go. I'm gonna meet you once, and then I'm gonna say I'm gonna live with you. We can still talk to each other through quarantine. I should still go over to your house. 
the roads ain't the roads ain't closed. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, but that goes back to me to her having friends because she was like, I don't want to quarantine alone. Yeah. Yeah. And then with her, another sad thing for me was her miscarrying the baby was like, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot came, but I think about that. God said, when you get to the counterfeit, you'll go through things that you aren't supposed to go through. When you get with the counterfeit of what he has for you. Listen, this is a this is a breakthrough moment. When you get write that in the comments, somebody you watching live, you watching my replay. If this is a counterfeit, say it again, mm-hmm. sis. Because I, I God said, like when you get with the counterfeit of what God has for you, you'll go through things that you were never meant to go through. Ooh. Now, I don't know if this was an ending spot or not, but I feel like this is a sailor moment. If you have ever been with the counterfeit and you remember some of the things that you had to go through and and you realize the reason why I'm going through this is because this is a counterfeit. To me, that is a moment where we reflect and where we really need to lean into the Holy Spirit. Like, don't ignore the red flags. Don't ignore the yellow flags. Don't even ignore the green flags because I feel like sometimes we collect the red flags and we don't even see any green flags. Mm -hmm. So if we're collecting red flags and not seeing green flags, that means that we need to retreat. This is a counterfeit. Mm -hmm. And then my friends, I don't know where James is, but he about to come up on here and he about to tell (laughs) us. That was a word right there. That was a word. when you are with the counterfeits, you are missing what God has in store for you. That's real. Mm-hmm. That is real. And that is definitely about to help somebody. Because if we, all of us are honest with ourselves, we have dealt with counterfeits. Whether it's a friend, whether it's be in relationships. And you're wondering why you're going through so much crap with them. And then you're wondering, like, then when you look back, you're like, oh, now I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it now. I understand why I had to go through right now. It was because you wasn't meant to go with me to that next chapter. Mm-hmm. But what we mess up is when we know they are counterfeit and they show us who they are, because we have become comfortable with that counterfeit, we try to drag them along with us to that next season that we're going into. And then wondering why we getting mud on us, dirt on us, we getting bumps and bruises. And we said, why is you taking butt luggage, buggies, baggage with you that you ain't supposed to take? So, yeah. So we appreciate y'all walking with us on tonight on this episode. We definitely have so much more in store for you all. I promise y'all, you know, this year, the devil been swining <laughs> on every hand. But uh, <laughs> one thing that um, my sister Andrea said in our last episode, we coming out hands up <laughs> and we're coming out even better. We're coming out worshiping 
and we're coming out poison guy because we know this wasn't nothing but a pit stop to get us to the palace where we're supposed to be so we love y'all god bless y'all and stay tuned for the podcast episode which will drop on sunday peace love y'all